Rise Shot Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this young metronome don't trust you. Rise and fire! <laughs> what would you do if you were asked to give up your dreams for freedom? What would you do if asked to make the ultimate sacrifice? Would you think about all them people who gave up everything they had? Would you think about all them who wanted us? And would you start to feel bad? Freedom isn't free. It costs folks like you and me. If we don't all chip in, we'll never pay that bill. Freedom isn't free. No, there's a hefty thug you feed. And if you don't grow in your bucko five, who will? Rise and Fire Podcast, 4th of July edition, Independence Day. But you look like an Arab right now. You have... Something wrapped around your head and, you know, like a, a wave cap. Oh, sorry. I'm not cultured like you. Anyway, we got Buckner. We got Dewey Benz. Um, we're here. Hope you had a good barbecue day. Um, days like this, uh, you know, bring bring to mind people like Lee Greenwood. Uh, Roseanne Barr. Um, well, I mean, we you heard Carl Lewis. He let us in. Carl Lewis with a fantastic rendition of the national anthem. And the Rockets! seen the artwork i haven't seen the artwork you haven't been seeing all the different pieces of art i've been flooding the internet with oh with the the dead skin pictures you've been tweeting right. out daily yeah, right yeah. there's only there's been like seven you know piece in the covers actually for, today's was my personal favorite uh mike gundy oh yeah that was great i love i love the mike gundy one yeah, so Dead Skin EP, it's coming out at six tracks, six and a half really, um, but produced by Blev. I produced like 3% of it, uh, 97% was produced by Blev, um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I haven't put out a, an official project since 2012, 
Like it's been five, it's been five years. That's embarrassing. So where where does this where does this rate on your on your scale of best album to worst album? I mean, personally, it's hard to say right now, but I think it's probably the best music I've made. But you know, what do I know? Are you Does, a storyteller? Uh, I think so. I think so. Maybe not like in the slick Rick sense of the word, but yeah, I think I'm a storyteller. You should bring back uh, some songs like you used to do, like Penny Beer Night. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should do that. And th- that one about uh, where you ended up fucking your cousin. Uh, ain't that the same song? Rise and fire. I'm a warm marketing guy. Like, I think that people, the best promotion, the best marketing is when, like, people that that know your music and listen to your music tell, like, three other people. You know what I mean? Like, share it. That's the best way to get people to really listen and listen. And so, I don't know, man. Sometimes my music comes off a little weird, too weird for some people, maybe. I'm not sure. But I think this is pretty solid. So, you've heard a couple tracks. Do you think it's it, they have a misconception, like if they have never seen you live and then they listen to your music and then go see you live and you show up in your caddy gear? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think that's part of it, though. Are they like, why is this club pro trying to rap at me tonight? Right, I think it adds to the whole event. Don't you? Would you, I mean, they... A lot of people have said that you're like you dress like a golfer. Yeah. Do you think I think it's more of a tennis slash golfer uh, look? And I think it's it's because you like drown yourself in in those sports almost daily. <laughs> I'm totally into the two country club sports, and I'm not a rich kid. I never grew up. In- <laughs> Never grew up in a country club or anything even close to that. And I love golf. I love tennis. I watch both channels all the time. What was your nicest pair of dress shoes growing up? Uh, when I used my Doc Martens as dress shoes. Oh, man. Did you have the polish? Yeah, I, had, I think I had a polish. It was like wax or something? Some yeah. Some weird like. Guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, I had the standard Doc Martens, and when I had to dress nice, I would wear those too. All right. Uh, we're a sports podcast, so Paul George. I mean, the Thunder hadn't even been talked about during free agency, during you know this offseason. All the talk's been about Boston, Cleveland. <clears throat> Who else? Um, that's pretty Minnesota. much it. Minnesota, for sure. Minnesota, that, you know, they, but no one said anything about the Thunder. All of a sudden, boom, Paul George traded for, I mean, Oladipo, terrible contract. That wasn't going to work out. Got rid of that contract. And Sabonis, who they probably liked, you know, but still, you know, it's a rookie, that uh, unpro- uh, unproven rookie. So I think it's a, <laughs> it's a great trade, even if Paul George is only here one year. You know, it's it's kind of a statement trade also. You know, it's like the Thunder are still here. You know what I mean? I think that's more important than anything. But they're they're in talks with Rudy Gay. If they get Rudy Gay, 
Westbrook, Paul George, Rudy Gay, and they can re-sign Taj Gibson and, you know, keep Cantor and Adams. I mean, I think I think they compete. Uh, I think they compete for the second seat in the West. I'll tell you what, man. Uh I think Paul George, uh one of the big draws for uh for him to Oklahoma City and staying there is uh Kyle Singler. Because when you're on a team with a guy where you know you're not going to have to compete hard to win a starting position, right? Like you're naturally like yeah. he's a pretty good guy because he's basically just giving you a spot. Right. He's like I'm going to play a lot. Sure. It has nothing to do with Russ. It's more of the it's more of the Cal Singler connection. Cal Singler's not going to beat me out. Is a better play than you can play with Russ. I mean, I'm sure that's what Presty probably led with as well. Um. You know, and I maybe they can keep it. But bad news for me, Paul George is my least favorite NBA player. Is it because of your Twitter beef? Well, it starts back from the from the Western Athletic Conference, um, official and official official pod uh, conference of the Rise of Fire podcast. Um, but yes, yeah, I hated him when he was at Fresno State. Then. We had our t- our Twitter issues, so I mean, I'm blocked by Paul George on Twitter. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, probably so. I don't. I uh, I can't remember like the exact story. I just I remember he ended up blocking you on Twitter. Right. He was complaining. I had, I, I kept seeing him complain on Twitter. He was complaining about stuff, like little stuff. I'm like, bro, like stop complaining. You like, you're an NBA star. And. One time he was complaining about the like the heater not working at their practice, and I said something like, "Won't you?" I said, "Stop complaining and go turn on like some you know poor people's heat or something like that." Some poor kids. I said something like that, and instant instant block. From Paul you know what? You know what you would have said if uh, if that altercation would have happened while Buddy Heald was in college. <laughs> And he was complaining. You would have said, "Hey, why don't you try go going and boiling your own bath yeah. water for you, one t- one night?" PG, PG thirteen. Yeah. Won't you boil? Yeah. Your, but you never boiled your own bath water there. Boil in your Southern own California. bath water and then get back to me, boss. That's what I would have led with. Hey, so what what are you gonna do if if your boy Paul George comes here and then you act, you have to like him? I'm a team guy, so I like so him. So you're a team guy. So I have to like, like him now. You have to like Paul George no matter what. Plus, he's going to be great here. But uh, what happens if you develop this, uh, I don't know, f- fandom for Paul George because he's on the Thunder, uh-huh. and he starts being one of your favorite players on the Thunder? So it's like Russ 1, Paul George 2. Uh, and then summer comes around, and they both jet for L.A. I mean, what? Ah, oh, man, I don't. Is there just... like a is there like a panic level with you? I mean, right now, the way the NBA is, like looking ahead more than one season, I think is silly. Just the way it is now. Um, it's really about. Can they make a run in the playoffs and make it exciting for me? One year. 
And if they can, then they'll probably be all right for a few years. I don't, and I, I want to believe that Russ stays. Paul George comes and plays one year and bounces, big deal. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you made a bunch of shots and played hard. Because he, I mean, he can play some defense too. But if Russ leaves, that's that's rough. And there's always that Oklahoma City factor. Like, it's Oklahoma City. Like, there's not... It's just a small market. Like, But you know how, how stressed out Oklahoma fans are. Like, we're talking about the same people that, like, the world is burning around them if, o, if OU doesn't get a first down. Yeah. I mean, if, o, if OU goes four and out, like, there's, there's people fire like... Fire stoops. Oh, people committing suicide, like jumping onto 240 during rush hour, you know, just like flipping out. Because they went four and out against K-State at home. So all these all these fans are going to be like so stressed out all year. And it's going to be like, is Paul George leaving? Is, is Russ leaving with him? <laughs> Bro, if you're, if you're Clay Bennett, instead of handing out uh, – all the thunder shirts for the fans. Uh-huh. He, should, he should just put a Xanax in everybody's seat. <laughs> Rise and fire. What about the seats? Are they gonna get Hayward? There's Pat Riley gonna is Pat Riley in the in the process of swindling Gordon I don't Hayward th- away. I don't think anybody's going to Boston. I think oh. they're gonna roll with this, the team they have. They're not gonna get Hayward. They just uh, they're just unfortunate. That's what they are. They have the most. I mean, they have the most ammo, right? Dude, they could have traded their vending machine for Boogie Cousins last year. They didn't do it. They could have traded for Jimmy Butler. They didn't do it. They could. They tried to trade for Paul George, basically giving everything up. They didn't do it. Uh, I mean, Hayward's going to go back to Utah because he's going to make the most money there. Plus, he's like got this friendship with Joel Ingles. And it's weird. <laughs> so, like, they just re-signed Joel Ingles tonight, so I can almost be sure, like... Danny Ainge's Danny Ainge like, oh, they signed Ingles. We're not getting him. Joel Ingles is going to keep, like, think I mean, about that. Is Danny, the, is Danny even trying at this point to get no. Gordon Hayward? He's not? No. Are they waiting to see if LeBron goes happen? to the West? How this... Think about how bad this is going to affect white people. If Boston can't pull a white free agent, I mean, white people are, they're nothing if Boston's uninvolved. You might as well get rid of the white race. The only life I ever know, the only one that I got. We made it happen on our own, that's right, them boys took a shot. If you don't like it, stay the fuck out of my way. To tell the truth, there's nothing left that I can say.
Should we talk about that? Are we getting that real right now? Check, check, check. No, we don't have to. We're going to get that real. That's why That was a pretty real night. That was a pretty... We could talk about it and not put it on, too. Oh, that is true. You know what I'm saying? We can edit it out. Yeah. But... It's pretty real. All I know is that I woke up... No, you got to... No. It's on. All I know is that I woke up on the couch. Can you tell it is from your perspective? Yeah. Right, yeah, this right, is because right. I don't know it from your perspective. Because I never heard from your perspective. <laughs> well, you heard, but. Okay, so I wake up. Smooth, real smooth. Amateur podcast yeah. guy. Amateur podcast guy. Get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So I wake up on a couch, probably like, I think it's like 7 30 in the morning. Sun, <laughs> sun's out. And I realized that I, I was waking up to bird calls. Followed by my name. It was like, Dewey. That's what I wake up to, first of all. So I wake up and I look like the patio is open and there's like a back porch with a Coleman hot tub. And all I see is Khan's head float, hovering above, above the hot tub, shouting out bird calls at me. And it was one of the wildest things. I've ever seen. balls. Oh, yeah. chipping balls. Yeah, how'd you feel? So like you had been awake all, all evening. Yeah, hell yeah. I was awake the whole fucking time, dude. That shit was nuts. That was insane. It was like some movie shit. So yeah. you remember you remember the bird calls in the morning? Yeah, hell yeah. Very vividly. So you remember everything about it? Yeah, I remember like every every fucking yeah, pretty much every detail. But nah, I'm pretty sure there was a point like I thought I went to sleep, but I wasn't really asleep, I was just tripping that hard. So, so we're with Khan. <laughs> um, that's an intro. That, that, that's the intro. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for jumping on. We got we got Buckner. Um, I'm Dewey Benz. Anyway, we're explaining the night uh, that we had. We had a show the other night. Khan was in attendance, and uh, I don't even think you had initially planned on coming out. No, I wasn't. I was gonna just smoke weed for uh, but then <laughs> it turned wild. <laughs> it turned wild. It went left because I I left the house. So. You were there. So, do you think that was because you, you tried that horrible-looking hamburger at the? That shit was ass, man. That shit was garbage. That's when everything turned. Like he was having a good night. Yeah, and then ordered the burger. a burger and it came out from the place that yeah. from the venue. Fuck yeah! And then the waitress was such a bitch about it. She was like, it was it was super good. super trash looking. Yeah, burger, she was just like, do you want it? I was like, nah, I'm good. She was like, oh, what's wrong? I was like, oh, I'm just not hungry. She was like, she just mugged me. She's fucking hit me downstairs. Oh, so you took like one bite. It took like two bites. It was also on my tab. Yeah, it was on your tab. What did you think of the show? It was kind of strange, like low key. Like yeah, it was more like a place where you do like spoken word poetry right. shit. For right. real, not really a rap show, but hey, fuck it. You I mean, it turned out alright. Make do you do feel with like what you, you just, got. Did you feel like you just murdered it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you can't you have that feeling at a place like that. You just shut it down. You you can't have a feeling at a place man. like that. Nothing against the place, but like you said, it it's was like just like coffee shop type shit. Some like people were saying bar. that you turned it into paint. <laughs> Some people say it was my, the turning point in my career. So it's the one they're gonna remember you for, yeah. like the performance that, like, when people talk about your career ten years from now, they're gonna be like, "I remember when I was at Saints that, that night." Saints. I, I was there when he turned it into Haynes. 
and he was wearing open toe sandals. And that, and the opener would just blew everyone away. What if everyone would have given you a standing ovation because they thought it was, <laughs> it was like your retirement show? <laughs> These things are like you uh, did look like Brett Favre. Like you look like Brett Favre. I have right? to embrace like, Brett Favre. Five star rapper. This is me. This blood has been spent for a while. We got Blev also. On the ones and twos for the pod right now. Macbook for the bad hoes. Macbook for the that good. I won't look for the actress. Put a mattress in the fat boy. I'ma go to the red light. Hit me. Kind of broke. My friends right with me. On the road. Hit the show. Go, go, go. I'm a pro when the lens is hit me. Like a picture for me. I'm in your big, you're funny. I'm like a dick, just funny. You can like your bitch, just funny. You can like a dick like funny. You can like a dick like a sick on your lunch break. You can like a dick like a sick for some money. You can never take this from me. Again, we have Khan, uh, one of uh, one of my favorite rappers. Uh, one thing that we were, we were talking about the other day, yeah. which is cool, mm-hmm. is that you like actually employ yourself. Yeah. Like somewhat. not, I know you live off off rap, but you actually, most rappers, if they're making enough, are you know making a decent living to where they don't have to have a job. Right. I'm like going. they're usually sleeping in. Right. You know they might do a song here and there. Usually it's a party. Yeah. For you, you're like, man, I don't really do anything unless it's Friday. So, so you, like, treat it like a job. Yeah, like Monday it's a job. Friday. Yeah. And like, then at the end of the week, you have, like, 17 songs or something. Not 17, but a good I mean, amount. Like a good amount. A lot. Think about how much more money you would make a month if you were an Uber driver. I know. That's what I've been fucking telling everybody. <laughs> what the fuck? So, fuck rap. I'm trying to be an Uber driver, for real. I'm really just saving up for a car. What if you did... Uh, like Uber shows, like you would just rap as as you were driving people around, and they would have to pay you for it. I mean, that's I a good idea. That is a good idea, but I'm faking it until I make it. Like, because you know, like there's probably like a ton of white girls that would be like, "Oh yeah, let's just definitely drive Uber because we're <laughs> riding this guy's Uber because you know, <laughs> hey, he's black, and, then, and he's a rapper, and you know how the white girls just flock to rappers. Uh, well, well, um, yeah. 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 They flocked to me for advice. That's it. So, like, for advice? So, like this, I like what? this other rapper over there. Can you kind of like, you know, what, how should I approach it? That's what I that's and, what then, you and then all the younger rappers are like, you need to go talk to like the owl. <laughs> You're in an owl? You're in an owl? 360. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that reference was. But seriously, like, talk about, talk about that, man. Like, talk about how you do that and why you do that. Because that's, show that, that means you're serious to me. Yeah, because I, I used to have a job, so I would wake up and I would fucking go to work every day. So like that work ethic never really goes away. So you just replace it with something else, whatever it is that you're interested in. You know what I mean? Just gotta focus for real. I don't know. What do you think about this guy right here? You guys just uh, put out uh, an EP together. You have more songs coming. Yeah. Um, uh, talk about how you guys linked up and everything like that. Well, I mean, essentially, he's just been. I've been ghost producing for him for years, so I've just been trying to, like, really, like, <laughs> really just got tired of it, so, you know what I mean? Just was, like, I couldn't do it anymore. But, nah, I mean, I met, how long ago did I meet you? A couple years ago. A couple years, yeah. A couple years. So I just came out here to make music with him for a while. and be making, like, trying to get, like, ten projects done. Ten? Ten. Ten, and then, and then I don't fucking know after ten. So, like, for you, like, a lot of people would think, like, 10, like, a lot of artists would never try to put out that many, that much work. Yeah. So, but you're, like, leveraging, obviously, the, the you know, 
know, SoundCloud and the spins and Spotify and everyone's streaming. You know, right. the streams are the new spins. So, like, you think that that many tracks, like, benefits you in the long run? I mean, yeah, nah, I just want to, like, that's just what I want to do. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just feel like doing it. I just feel like putting out that much music. I don't know. That's nah. tight. So, yeah. you know, you're not, like, overanalyzing it? Nah, I'm not overthinking. It's just, like, literally get a group of dope songs and put them out as a project and then do another one, do another one. Yeah, just keep working, you know? That's tight. Yeah. I've been trying to get him to uh, to put his, his new album on a cassette. On a cassette? Oh, I got Just to find out, like, let's find out who, who the real fans are. I got cassettes <coughs> right there. Boom. This is what I'm talking about. You can see it in my eyes, don't tell them that. I've been working with my head on. I don't understand. What the like, fuck does well, an AIDS quilt like look like? <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be like a, off a shield, right? The Maryland state flag. I honestly, it don't is know. the busiest flag of all time. It's the there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on in America, yeah. and people like that's one thing. Like teams or organizations, they like wrap it around. Like they wear it as a uniform. They wrap it around their. They, they're not afraid on, yeah, on everything. On everything, dude. Is Steve Blake your all-time? Favorite Maryland Turpin? Maybe, doing? maybe Juan Dixon. Maybe same, Juan Dixon. Same era. Juan Dixon. Well, he was a Finals Tournament MVP, right? Yeah, he did it. He did it big. <coughs> Got I have ship. an obsession with like, Gary Williams. Yeah, Gary Williams. I have an obsession with like old school, like white point guards that like <laughs> ugly. Big man. Bobby Hurley guy. Big Bobby Hurley guy. I'm not a Duke guy, so I don't uh, like. I wasn't really a Bobby Hurley, but he would fit the mold. Who was your favorite Terrapin? Steve Blake, without question. LeRon Profit. LeRon Profit? Yeah. They're taking it deep in the annals of fucking basketball history. Uh, We're a sports podcast. We rarely talk about sports. Oh. We talk about rap mostly. So. Yeah. Well, this season. 
I mean, we, this season, anyway. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Downey. All right, let's risk it all. All right. So, uh, are you going to do it, Quinn? Risk it all is basically just, we're going to make Khan believe that he's a married man. Right, so you're married now. So, uh, he's a, imagine that. And I don't not know, just, have you ever been close? Uh, actually, five times I've been close to being You've married. You've been close to five yeah, times? Five times. Did you say Glenn Close? Yeah, I did. Glenn Close five times. <laughs> but I didn't know that. Glenn Close. Five times. We almost got married. You almost died. Shout out Glenn Close. <laughs> Shout out Glenn Close. So what this is, is we're going we're gonna to make Con believe he's a married man. All right. And he's got to be a good married man, right. meaning he doesn't, uh, you know, slip into DMs. Right. He doesn't have sex behind his wife's back. <laughs> okay. But there's got to be three. There's got to be three women in the world that he he would risk it all for, all right. and just say, you know what, screw it. Yeah, I gotta hit that. Three of them. Is there a time machine involved in this situation where I can go back <coughs> to different different periods of time? Or are we talking women? Now? Absolutely, no, yeah. any time. Okay, Jennifer Lopez around the Ja Rule era. Seems like she was really with the shits. Not now the though. Even not, you I know what, just her as a whole. Right yeah, just her as a whole. Just her as a whole. Her whole thing. Uh, just her whole, yeah. Her, the whole thing. For sure. The whole thing. Maya in the 90s. Maya, 100%. And who's the last one? That's a great. I got a friend. We went, to, we went to a summer jam in El Paso, an outdoor concert, and Maya was there, and she pulled my friend, who was like the only like black guy in attendance. He's like 6'4", this good-looking black dude. She pulled him up on stage. Brandon Hawkins, I think you've met him, pulled him up on stage and did... I know a kid named Brandon Hawkins, a light-skinned black guy. Your name is Brandon, right? My name is Brandon. Brandon. Third one, uh... Damn. I want to say Rosario Dawson from, like, He Got Game. He got game. That's yeah. when I first discovered. Yeah, yeah that's when he got game. Perfect, the perfect thing yeah. on that movie. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's my three. That's it. Good three. That's solid three. That's a solid three. That's the big three, if you will. They're all similar too. Yeah, I got you kind of have a. Yeah. You have a you have a thing there. Yeah, they are pretty much the same. You got three. No, I don't have three. I have one. Okay. Who's that? Peg Bundy. <coughs> from uh. From Mary and with I'm children? gonna break this down a couple of different from ways. From Mary with children. Absolutely. Red hair. In that show, she looked better in like Sons of Anarchy. I Absolutely think. not. Absolutely. I like her a little older. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie, I like her a little think older. Think about all she want, all she ever wanted to do was. That's true. That like is, that's it. That is true. You were right. I can like. You didn't have to do anything. I remember she had the. All she wanted to do was. Because her husband wasn't giving it to her. And she'd ask him. She'd she's like, begging it for she'd him. She'd like rub my tush, and yeah, he would yeah. get a baseball glove. He'd be like, yeah, no. Like I'll peg, like a bitch. He loved her, huh? It wasn't fucking yeah, his wife. I mean, she's like she's still like sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Too. She's aged well. She she's has. Put it that way. I like her older. Yeah, she's. I risk it all for peg. I risk it all for peg. I definitely had a better. I definitely. I definitely won. Yeah, who's your three? I mean, I would risk it all for Natalie Portman. Not in Garden State, though. I don't know she had like the hamster, hamster funeral. You don't like her? It's not. It's less it's about not, looks. But it's, it's less about looks. But we're talking risk it all. You Natalie have Portman. a wife. I haven't. You have. You're really married. Natalie Portman's a horrible answer. That's what I'm saying. How can you tell That's me terrible. what's horrible? Like, how can you tell me that? What is you see? More of an emotional connection. <laughs> like we get each other. 
Is it the movie with that French guy where she was playing? Is that the just? Was that, was that guy? Have you ever jacked off to the thought of getting along with her? <laughs> she's probably be tough to get along with. Why would you she's like smarter than everyone. Why would she's you pick her? Why huh? would you pick her? That's such a bad pick. I'm choosing for you. I pick fucking Anne Hathaway before I pick no, her. No, come on. I pick Christina Ricci before I would pick her. I almost said Christina Ricci. That's, that's crazy. A, that's an amazing pick. Christina almost, Ricci is I a almost, solid pick. Christina Ricci is a really solid I almost pick. Said Another Stone Cold Freak. That's what it's, Christina Ricci Just is like a solid Peg. pick. Time uh, listener of the podcast, Astronautilus. What the fuck is that? You're not, uh, you don't know, you're not familiar. He's from Baltimore too. Oh, he's well, Astronautilus. Kinda. He's a huge Orioles fan, and he uh, lived in Baltimore too. Yeah. Are you familiar with any of his work or the Orioles? <laughs> I am familiar uh, somewhat with the Orioles, but uh, not of Astronautilus. 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 I'm sorry. No disrespect to Astronautilus. I've just never really. And then taken for him. He would love your work. <laughs> I'm sure Astronautilus is a is a dope human being and not someone that you we're can just made gonna up. play like instead of playing your music yeah. during this podcast, we're just gonna play him. Astronautilus. <laughs> all, all his music. I support it. Music. I support it. I support it. Put the link up to his music. Uh, text me the link to his shit. I'll tweet it out. I'll fucking put it on my Instagram and all that shit. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hopefully he's cool enough and I can do a track with him. You know what I mean? Nah, it's not gonna happen. Ah, well. Won't work. That really fucking sucks. Rise and fire. Alright. Uh, that was Khan. Check out his album, 2609 with Blev on Spotify. Uh, Alright, we're back with a new segment. It's called Where's Jed? Those of you that know Jedediah, give him a follow on Twitter at Jed Raps. Anyway, he's, the fir- he's supposed to be the first guest of season three. Um, we've been trying to get in touch with him for weeks now. We've scheduled uh, probably three or four meetings. He hasn't showed up to any of them, so we're just going to follow him until he shows up. We're going to give you updates on his, on his weird cryptic tweets, which are also hilarious. And uh, we'll probably give you some softball updates because, surprisingly, he's a top-notch outfielder in softball, which I was surprised when I saw that. It's like a young Kelly League. Um, You have some – I think you found some some tweets for Jed's lowlights. Yeah, I got a couple here. Uh, I'll just read off real quick for us. Um, Looks like on October 4th of 2016, Jed – Jed tweeted jabroni time. Jabroni time. Okay. Is that uh, like he's going to go hang out with his with his buddies or that's what I, I, I don't, Well, there's a few there's a few details here where we can really break this down. Okay. Uh the fact that it got one retweet and one like, I think he probably retweeted it and liked it. Okay. I don't think I don't think it really caught on. Uh <laughs> also, it was at 8:16 a.m. Does I don't think he wakes up. Why is Jabroni time eight sixteen a.m. anywhere? <laughs> well, uh, okay, so we don't know what Jabroni time is, and why is he doing it at eight fifteen? Do you think he was still up, or do you think he? I think he might have woken up next to someone he shouldn't have, and realized that he was a complete Jabroni <laughs> for doing it. All right, what else? What else you got? All right, let's see here. Um, Let's see, it looks like March 8th of this year, mm-hmm. so not too long ago, uh, Jedediah tweeted, I pull badder bitches than all my friends, hence why they go after my sloppies. LOL. Ooh. I don't know. That's confrontational to his jabronis. Do you think that he's just, that's like kind of, he's kind of dissing everyone. Right, he's kind of calling everyone out, all his jabronis. Like, I mean, I think Jed's trying to start a beef here. <laughs> Is he starting uh, uh, It just didn't catch. Didn't catch. Two likes. Nobody, nobody caught on to that. Okay. That's because it was probably at 7.30 in the morning. And then one of my, my personal favorites here, uh, January, oh, Christmas Day, uh, 2014. <laughs> Christmas Day, 2014. Mm-hmm. LOL, 103.5. I heard the word fuck and shit on the Lil John track just now. Oh, you gotta love Jed. Two likes. We need to start promoting these tweets. I'm gonna retweet everything he, he does from now on, no matter what he says. He's one of my, he's one of my favorite he's followers one of the fun- for sure. He's one of the funniest people in, in the Oklahoma City Metroplex. He's hilarious. Everyone loves him. Um, and you definitely need to follow him. Check out his music. 
Um, but yeah, we're gonna bust his balls until he go to one of his shows. That's fun. It's fun. It is fun. He's a great performer. Shout out to that whole crew, FCPC. Rise, Rise and Shot Podcast. <laughs> All right, another episode of Rise and Fire is in the books. Another flawless performance. Uh, yep, just going to be me and Dewey for a while until Downey gets back. Rest in peace, Downey. R.I.P. Another one gone too soon. Another podcaster uh, lost in the shuffle. Yeah, we're going to have some guest spots, though. We'll have, we'll have some people come on and fill some spots here and there. Um, but yeah, we're, we're glad to be back. Might be a little bit different approach. Definitely. But stay tuned. We'll be right back. Peace. If you don't feel alive, let's go. If you don't feel a vibe, let's roll. I'ma take my time, I know. I'ma take a dive in this boat. We can live this life slow mo. Just be you and I on the low. We can take a ride on a road. You don't see some shine no more. You don't need to cry no more. Need to cry no more. Take a hit, a shot, an eight. We can't take a trip to outer space. Don't forget about the one in Spain for the weekend. I can see it on your face. You're the can't tell a light too tight. Just be you and I tonight. Trust me, I'm your guy tonight. Look me in your eyes tonight. You can call me anything. We just lay back.